this week on Airbnb Drama, we got somebody finding a gun. The Italian Mafia, maybe. And a Dispatch concert, of all things. Remember Dispatch? I've never heard, yeah, I don't. The size difference between us is not as large as it looks on camera. Like, I could, if you didn't do karate, I could maybe take Joe. (laughs) But he does karate, so I can't. But if I do karate and he didn't do karate, I could probably take him. It's over, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like in that first video we shot in the first episode, we look like Russian stacking dolls. That's um, that's a good way to hit on dude. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we go back to my place and Russian stacking doll, baby? Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Airbnb drama, where Joe and I, your Airbnb boys, (laughs) (laughs) uh, talk about all the, you know, drama around Airbnb. You get it. Hey, thanks for everyone uh, who listened to the first episode. Yeah, we got a lot of good feedback. People seemed to dig it. Um, much appreciated. If you could, well, I guess I don't have to ask you to listen to the second one because if you're listening to this, you're listening to it. Hey, if you could uh, go ahead and listen to the one after this one, that would <laughs> yeah. be cool. Listen to the previous and the future ones as well. But thanks for everybody, and thanks for sharing it. Thanks for um, writing reviews on iTunes. We appreciate all that. That helps us. Yeah, and if you didn't do that stuff, then that gratitude is not for you. Yeah, but you can earn our gratitude in the future by rating it and sharing it and all that good stuff. Our love is conditional, guys. So, hundred percent. So, um, let's start things off with a bang because you got a crazy story. Oh my right? god, I have an absolute crazy story. Yeah. So, um, my, you know, we always take um, listeners' stories and friends' stories of just weird things that happen in Airbnb. with a grain of salt. That's yeah, the yeah, second half of that sentence, yeah, right? That's, <laughs> that's the thing. If you want to share a story, we want to hear your stories, but you don't got to like- Embellish you, it. Yeah, you don't got to sauce them up so much. And you can tell when someone's saucing it up, you know, because we're used to it because we've read renters sauce it up on a regular basis. We got a real sniff test for the sauce, okay? Yes. Yeah, you don't got to come out and call, oh, the poo-poo perpetrator. <laughs> this, this isn't local news. How long did you spend <laughs> A and B testing headlines for your Airbnb story? Yeah, exactly. Okay, this is kind of a long one, so I don't really know how to start with it. Should I just, just fucking read it get and then we'll, just, it. we'll go? Okay, all right. And then hopefully the guy will write back and tell me whether I can say his name by the time <laughs> we're done reading it. Um, okay. So I got a message and he says, all right, here's my Airbnb story. I went to see Dispatch at Chastain Park in Atlanta. I guess that's a band. Off to, you never heard of Dispatch? I don't, I've never what heard of What kind of a white male in his 30s? <laughs> I was Dude. at Dispatch's uh, last concert in what are Boston. They? They're like a, they, I don't want to say jam band because they have actual songs, but they're very, I, I was into them in college. Like they okay. have some like nice looking, nice sounding songs, uh, but they also, became sort of a joke where they would have they they had a massive fan it was like a okay. um what's his name the other one fish fish or like the other one that was big in my high school was the guy whose bus dumped the shit off of the bridge Dave Matthews oh yeah 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 it's like a Dave Matthews type audience you know similar demographic so slutty moms <laughs> yeah <laughs> slutty moms and uh, men dude. looking for them <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but like they had they had songs they had like a bunch of songs that I can you know remember and play on the acoustic if I corner you at a party oh man um 
So go on. So my friend is a bad person, apparently. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I like I said, I listened to him at one point. So it, he Fair. must must have good persons in this one. Fair enough. Okay, so he says, I went to see Dispatch at Chastain Park in Atlanta, like any self-respecting 23-year-old white guy would. <laughs> exactly what you said. What a call. We're starting off. I thought off. you were going to say, like any self-respecting 23-year-old white guy looking to fuck his little <laughs> How do you know? Uh, man, what a... Genius. All right. Uh, he booked an Airbnb in this neighborhood that surrounds the amphitheater with three friends and our girlfriends. All right. The listing referenced the amphitheater being a seven-minute walk from the property. Perfect. We can bury drinks and not worry about getting Ubers and whatnot. Uh, so we drive down, get lunch, and I contact the property manager around 1.30 and ask if we could possibly get in before the check-in if the place was ready which is a pro move. You can always ask. We can always say no. And if not, we'd hit up a bar nearby until 3. I don't hear back from him. Bad sign. I already had the code for the lockbox, so we decided to grab some drinks, and at 3, we'd head to the house. We show up. There's no lockbox, and this dude comes to the door while I'm standing on the steps. Huge Italian dude, strong New York accent, super hairy, no shirt, gold chain, says it's his cousin's house, and it's not a rental property. Still not getting any response from the property manager and the homeowner. So already, I just assumed the story is that's, you know, he got scammed. If I was reading just this part of the story. Right. Or he went to the wrong house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just that's the next a possibility. Door. Yeah. Just next door of uh, Tony Soprano here. <laughs> <laughs> so still not getting response from the property manager or the homeowner. We end up connecting the dots that I am, in fact, trying to contact his cousin. But he's not interested in helping me with anything. The girls are starting to get worried about finding a place to stay and getting ready for the show on time, which starts at 7. We call around. We get some rooms at Doubletree, like 10 minutes away, that offers a shuttle to the amphitheater. We pregame at the hotel. The girls get ready, and we get on the shuttle. All good. I contact the Airbnb customer support via email, just making sure I'm getting my money back. This is where the story gets insane. Yeah, I was going to say, so far, like that's a very mature response. Solved his issue. Didn't yeah. like lose his cool or whatever like feeling you know like he is entitled to a room but at the same time like you know when you're fucked you're fucked and also to have the money to stay that he he already spent money but he also has the money to get a hotel you know this guy's a G because like that's or most people are like 23 old with a credit card yeah it could be that right. <laughs> most people are like I need this room <laughs> or my baby's gonna get rained on <laughs> my girlfriend's gotta get put out on the street to <laughs> exactly. earn a room tonight dispatch is gonna be furious anyway she says, so this is where it gets nuts. It's like, so I get a call from the homeowner during the opening act, also very New York. Says there was miscommunication with a family member who someone is staying at the property and someone is staying at the property. I said, yeah, man, I'm aware. I tell him we got hotel rooms. He tells me he's going to send me his email and he wants me to forward my invoice from the hotel. He's going to pay for our rooms as an apology. Okay. Once again, awesome. Yeah, that so guy's far, side. everyone's cool. being kind of a class act around a bad situation. Yeah, exactly. This is a classy story. Yeah. So this is where it gets this story only gets crazier. Told yeah, me, I, I need something that justifies having to mention his Italian heritage up top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, told him it wasn't a big deal. We were just thrown off by the confusion, but thanked him for the offer. He tells me he's going to call me back in 20 minutes. I get a text message from him that's just a contact that says, Tommy Goons. He calls me back and tells me one of his drivers is going to pick us up from the venue. He'll be in an extended Escalade when the show ends, and I just need to call him. Okay. 
He's going to pay for the Doubletree rooms. He's got a condo for us to stay in in Buckhead. He'll take us to the hotel to get our stuff and then to the condo. I talk it over with the group and we decided to take him up on it. That's crazy to me. <laughs> like That same night, meaning yes. they're not even going to stay at the hotel, but he's going to pay? Yeah. I guess because they already got their room. Were they staying for more than the one night? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So maybe if it was like a multi-day trip, he wants their... I can't, I can't believe the girls agreed to this, though. This is kind of shocking Yeah, this is me, where the know? girls might be like, my senses are tingling. Let's stick with the large chain hotel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Tommy Goons is, in fact, outside and looks exactly like what you would think he looks like. We get our stuff. He pulls up to this high rise in Buckhead. A doorman opens the door and greets us and takes us to a penthouse condo. Huh? With people greeting me, welcome, Mr. This guy's name, the whole way. Again, I'm hammered and super high and 23. Also, yeah, he's, I mean, all that, but also, why do they think he's the homeowner? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> people are greeting me, but that's just his rule. No matter who walks through this door, you refer to them by my name. Yeah, give the, give the, maybe their names are the same. We get into the condo. It's fucking incredible. Massive windows overlooking Atlanta, marble, everything, and elevator that goes up to a rooftop pool and hot tub this woman comes and knocks on the door about 30 minutes later with a folder tells us mr this guy's name i don't want to say it because maybe he'll shoot me in the head in new york mr very italian name hopes that we had a good time at the concert and had some menus sent up if we wanted to order some late night food his treat my buddy asked if there was a gas station a walking distance that would be open and sold beer this is the, just it just gets nuts from here i mean so far i'm gonna guess maybe this guy just has money, yeah, and really doesn't want the bad review on his Airbnb. Sure, which if they cancel the stay, they can't leave anyway. But maybe he doesn't know that yet. Yeah, but the amount of money he's investing in them is it's a lot. Obscene. Yeah, so she tells us that she'll get us stuff from the building bar. So Tommy Goons comes back with a Rubbermaid cart with champagne, vodka, rum, tequila, bourbon, ice, and mixers. We get sushi and pizza delivered. He texts me in the morning to tell me we can stay during the day as long as we like, and Tommy will take us to our cars whenever we're ready. Okay, so it was not even a prolonged stay. It was a short stay. Yes, I guess it was just one night. He wasn't even trying to be like, I put you up for the rest of the week. You do still need to like pay those fees for that. Wow. I mean, maybe this guy is just a class... Ha I mean, this is probably the most positive story we've had, right? Yeah. I, I kept expecting someone to get shot in the head in front of them. <laughs> Well, I know, but still, like that, the 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 amount of times where someone's like, "Hey, I my my greasy cousin is staying in the house," but don't worry, it's gonna get better. Like that never happens. That's pretty rare. Yeah, I mean, they should feel very fortunate for that. They're usually like, "Oh, get a hotel. We'll give you a dollar, or whatever." Isn't yeah. that wild though? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I would not do such a thing for anyone. That's too much. Do you think that guy was in the mafia or do you think he just happened to be Italian? You know what? I actually just met a guy yesterday who I was like, is this guy in the mafia? Definitely a big Italian dude who I sold a two like bowling alley. They're not that you like put a coin in and then it like rolls back. It's like an arcade machine, basically. Okay. We had two at two different properties and both of them people kept inserting quarters and they would cause it to jam because you're not allowed to use quarters. You have to use like these coins that look just like the size and shape of quarters, but they're uh, not what quarters. A, what a drag. Yeah, and this guy has two bowling alleys, I guess. It's like a hobby thing, and I started talking to him, and he's like a big Italian dude who said his family did waste management. Come on. <laughs> and he like lived in a building that his family owned in Chelsea in the 90s, and now he does land development. 
you know, I guess it's just like one of those things where it's 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 like a fun type of racism because it's a white thing. Yeah. But like, there's nothing an Italian person, a New York Italian, can say that doesn't sound mafioso esque. I mean, you know? look, somebody's in the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, yeah, somebody's got to be in. Someone's doing it. So especially again, waste management. I uh, here's a fucking. Thing that finally came to a resolution. Oh shit! I don't lose my cool very easily, you know. Like I just, I'm always aware that it is not in my best interest to get emotional about a thing. That's but smart. man, this waste management company. <laughs> For every garbage company, they're all just sacks of shit, right? Like there's no yeah. tech startup disturbing the garbage industry because eventually you have to deal with physical garbage going to a physical <laughs> dump. I, I, I pray for it. I would love it. Please give me an Uber of garbage. Please give me an Uber of garbage because we use this one company that got bought by another company. Neither company gives two shits. I had, we have to rent the garbage bin from them. Yeah, that's classic private company bullshit, right? Well, they, they do, there are competitors where you buy it yourself, but like they're not cheap either to buy. And it's just like a big, it's a bunch of different properties and it's a big process to try to switch. So I don't want to switch, but it's on me for not switching because in October, I got a bin return with the lid broken off of it when they went and picked up the garbage. And so I emailed them asking them to replace the bin. And since October for six months, I would basically follow up and the guy would be like, yes, sir, we have filed a service ticket. You know, we are replacing the bin. Forget about it. Yeah. (laughs) And then finally, I got like a different person over email. And then finally, I called and I happened to be there. I'm not always there. I happened to be right down the street. And I get a phone call from the guy that's like, oh, glad I caught you. I was just about to leave. I'm here to replace your garbage bin. Dude, what the fuck, man? Yeah. And so I went over there and stood there to watch him outside replace the garbage bin that didn't I didn't need to be there for at all. I wonder if this whole time they've been doing that and just not replacing it because no one's home. What kind of fucking crazy shit is that there's like 32 attempts in their system when when they came to meet you to change out your dude i got a guy getting a squirrel from another place i think i mentioned this last time maybe i haven't been there once they've been fucking digging through the walls and filling shit up but no one-way trap i think they did because they thought they did before what they do is if you're not familiar with how they get a squirrel when it's inside your walls <clears throat> they, I mean, they look at the perimeter of the house, check all the holes that the squirrel could come in through, and uh, which it sounds menacing, by the way, having a squirrel in the wall. It's just very like it's just an annoyance. Yeah, and if they die in the wall, your house will stink. Yeah, unless there's like certain types of poison that they use that dry it out from the inside. Still, just like bad juju, you don't want to dry it out dead squirrel in your wall. But anyway, they put a one-way trap in so that they can get out but not back in. And so supposedly they did that. And then they wait a little bit. And then I did have someone mention that they thought they heard it again, but maybe not. And then they said they didn't hear it. And then they said they, when they went to check on it, they watched them crawl out of the one-way door. And so, and they supposedly, I don't, I don't know that these guys did it. I think they should have done it is they use like heat lamps to like see heat in the walls. And oh, okay. See if there's a, that only works with living squirrels, but see if there's a squirrel. <laughs> In the wall, and then they closed it up. But I had no physical contact with them basically this entire time as these different people are going. I don't care. Totally fine with that. Meanwhile, apparently a garbage yeah. can. 
The trash guy needs like a triplicate <laughs> signature. Just... Needs my emotional support <laughs> in order to take away the old bin and bring the new one. God, that's so good about getting that fucking squirrel thing done because it's just so like, do you think you have like 1,000 acorns in your walls? Now? Like, Man. He just left all his money. He's like, shit, I can't <laughs> get back again. That's right. I'm going to charge you rent if you're trying to get your acorns again. That's right. Yeah. I had I had a crazy thing happen this weekend. I was telling you about it earlier. Um, last week, I don't know, like drama in the Airbnb world comes in seasons. It's like it'll be nothing, 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 and then you'll be doing something important, and, and you'll have 11,000 people blow your phone up. It really does work like that. It, it really do be like that. It do be like that, indeed. So, like, it was just a crazy week already. Had all this chaos with a bunch of different, you know, guests and owners and clients and all kind of stuff. And then this lady hits me up out of nowhere. And she's like, messages me from a random account. And she's like, hey, me and my friends, we have a booking at your place tonight. I need you to call me on this number. And I was like, this is already weird. You can't call someone pre-booking, right? And I don't know who this is. And, she, and I was like, what's, I was like, okay, what's the name on the booking? And she's like, it's Sarah. And I was like, no. And she's like, Ethan, <laughs> <laughs> this is like when college dudes back in the day used to like see a group of girls outside. You, Stephanie, yeah, exactly. Christina. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. I'll get it. Tiffany, no. So she, she, we go back and forth like this, and so I, I, I write the person who's really booking the place, and I was like, "Hey, do you are you expecting somebody?" And she's like, "No, it's just me and my daughters." And I was like, "Okay." And so I start messaging with this lady again. And I was like, "Hey, I'm not sure if this is the right place." And then she starts telling me the story about her and her friend. You've already done too much, by yeah. the way. Like you, the fact that you invested your time to message her after being confirmed that this is like a rando. Well, I didn't know. I didn't. I wasn't 100 percent sure. And I yeah. went and and like, but I the guest confirms that they had. They're not expecting anyone else. Yes. I mean, so my, now my this is literally line. not your customer oh i see yeah maybe okay. my timeline is backwards but i was like is this person in danger are they oh, are they unwell and then she's like well we're coming down for a cheer competition but the girl that booked the airbnb got arrested <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> and she's like she got arrested and we can't get a hold of her and we don't know where we're staying tale as old as time god cheer moms man and then so like so then i i messaged the actual guest and i was like you know, I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but this lady <laughs> who was coming down for a cheer competition got arrested. She thought she stayed in your house. She's wrong. There's no way they can get any access to your house. I promise you, you're fine. Yeah. This is where our approaches are different. I would do almost nothing. Fair, fair. <laughs> I would literally not answer the person who's not my customer, and I would definitely not tell the person who is my customer that there's another stranger <laughs> trying to gain access <laughs> to the home during their stay. But it became like a joke with me and the person. They like really like thought that was funny, and then we were like laughing about it. And then when I wrote, you a guys are best friends now. We might be. <laughs> we might. When I wrote a review, I put. Uh, whatever Melissa was a very cheerful person as a uh, little like yeah 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 and uh, and then and, they, and they rebooked and they rebooked for another stay oh so okay sometimes oversharing is powerful boy. yeah no you know what I'm usually the one in my business partnership that's more likely to be to go by your mo of like yeah. oversharing a bit more like making it a little bit more personal um but it's funny because that's I guess it's all relative. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, there's usually like a good cop, bad cop, mama, mama. Yeah, daddy I'm thing. I'm the good cop in my situation, yeah. but I think I'm a bad cop in most other situations <laughs> outside of that. <laughs> so here's another story from a friend. 
about it. This is kind of a short one. I respect this guy because he kept it very detail-oriented. He didn't try to bedazzle. Yeah. Uh, He says, in April of 2021, we sold our house and had to Airbnb for a week because the sellers for our new home were assholes. (laughs) That's another story. It surely is. Yeah. It was the week of the Masters, and we needed a place on short notice. The home smelled like a smoke shack. And my six-year-old at the time, like, <laughs> all right, now he's starting to overdo it. <laughs> like, I'm not, give, like, I'm not tracking your kid's age. Uh, this smelled like a smoke shack. And my six-year-old pulled out a rubber vagina from the master bedroom nightstand. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a bad cleaning job. Mike, Mike Cleaner finds all the butt plugs, at least. That's yes. not that much. Yes. I've never found a, have you ever found a rubber vagina? Well, personally, I hadn't found a butt plug either. I doubt they're as common, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Also, I feel like c- calling it a rubber vagina makes it sound weird. Like, don't they, isn't it just like one brand? Rubber vagina. I'm familiar with the Fleshlight. <laughs> yeah, Flesh. But I bet there's others. I feel like you can't just patent rubber vaginas. Rubber <laughs> vagina sounds like when you buy it from Costco. <laughs> it's like In bulk. flakes that are happen to be frosted. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom of the cereal aisle. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, rubber vagina comes in a bag. <laughs> just loose. Yeah, no, I um, I I think I've told you this story before, but one time a friend of mine was new to Airbnb, and um, he goes to the property to clean up afterwards, and these people were pigs. They smoked weed everywhere. Everything sucked. Uh-huh. He panics. He cleans everything real fast, and then he um, and then like he you know the next guest checks in, everything's fine. He gets a call at midnight, and it's the shitty guest, and they're like, hey. I think I left my gun at the house. Christ. <laughs> so he's like, what? So he calls me in a panic, right? And I was like, you need to go figure this out right now. Like, this is a huge, huge concern. And he's just like, nah, I'll just, I don't want to bother him. I'll hit him up in the morning. So this is, I mean, to me, I would be like shitting a brick because if a kid finds that, you know, whatever. Actually, this is a good lead into something. Remind me, but go yeah. on. So this is how lucky my friend is. He goes to the house the next day, early in the morning, knocks on the door, says, "Hey, I hate to bother you. Uh, I think a previous guest might have left a gun here." And they're like, and the and the person is straight up like, "Oh, this gun!" And then produces <laughs> it for him. Turns out the person that'd staying, be funny if that wasn't the gun. <laughs> yeah, it's just a different gun. What about this gun? Yeah, they have just have the arms. Uh, but turns out the person staying was a cop, and they were like in town for some kind of training. And they huh. just happen to like know a bunch about firearms too. So like the luck factor Wait, off the charts. But okay, so a cop found the gun at yep. the house and then just handed it to him? Yeah. So he doesn't even know if the person it's eventually going to is a legal owner of the firearm. No. Cool I, cop. I, yeah, yeah, that's a cool cop. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real cool, cool cop. We want to see more of those. Cool cop. Actually, you know, when, I, when I've had like new people cleaning, I thought it would be a really funny like test and also a gag to like- To leave a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> test them out. But it just says, bang, you're fired. <laughs> if you if you find No, but I mean, just put a nightstand and just like put a note on it. It's like, if you find this, it's worth $50 to you. Yeah. Just to be like, you know, because like, that's how you got to check all those drawers because people are, you know, incredibly irresponsible. Yeah. Just a note that says, congrats, you found the gun with no contest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, found, you found the money gun. Well, so there's a thing someone just sent me. Oh, and yeah. I think, honestly, this story, because the actual story is like, no, it's it's not funny. It's sad. A kid found, not found, um, 
basically they stayed with their family at an Airbnb. Oh, their yeah. baby died and they are suing Airbnb and the owner because there was a party like previously the renters and there was some evidence that there was coke use at the party and when they tested the baby the baby died of a fentanyl overdose that is so bleak so yeah i mean that it didn't seem like it was for certain that it was even connected to the airbnb like they're asserting this because of the party and stuff i don't know where else a baby gets fentanyl uh if you sell the babies i mean (laughs) so you gotta have some sort of but the funnier thing is is this is the kind of stuff that people send you when you yeah. have an Airbnb. Yeah, they're like, hey, make sure you don't uh, let babies die in your property. Like, cool. Well, it's even more broad than that. It's just like, hey, this baby died from fentanyl, maybe at an Airbnb. <laughs> you got an Airbnb. <laughs> what and, do you, and a baby. What do you think as an Airbnb owner, Airbnb owner good or bad? <laughs> 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 like that's the comment of the news story. <laughs> Sound off on whether babies should have access to fentanyl. Yeah, but only yeah. if you have an Airbnb. You can only com- it's like yes. men not commenting on abortion as an issue. That's right. <laughs> if you don't have an Airbnb, don't comment about this baby dying of fentanyl. I don't the thing I don't understand about that story is like how I mean I know like just like a, a tiny like small amount of fentanyl can kill any human, right? Yeah. But how how could there be so much left over? That like that, like how was the baby like licking a table like or like did it get on its hands or yeah, I mean, the skin or like it's f- so f- crazy. Yeah, I, I think if Sherlock Holmes was in the room and doing a scan of of mm-hmm. the room, I mean, he would have smoked it. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I uh, that I mean, if the baby's in the crib and the coke laced with fentanyl's in the crib and it's rolling around, but like, what kind of animal? does coke off i mean it's it's insane but i could also see somebody like mad fucked up being like y'all let's do blow off of the crib yeah yeah (laughs) there's a pack and play let's play it's already in line so (laughs) maybe know what i bet i bet it was on a toilet seat or like a toilet uh i mean i don't know how a tiny baby but a toddler yeah see climbing up and i think it was a baby like infant baby which you know they're they're famous for their lack of tolerance to fentanyl (laughs) it's it's a thing people say about babies you know it's like they're lightweights (laughs) yeah well you know what i bet it was on the ground i bet like um yeah i mean i I get two more guesses (laughs) yeah or on a bed i could see on a bed and somebody like put the baby down on the bed or something god but i mean that is I don't want to say it's a bad cleaning job because, like, what are the odds you miss the one stop, spot where there's coke or fentanyl? Pretty, pretty possible, you know. It's not. Also, like, I, I wonder how much fentanyl your n- naked skin can touch before it kills you. Like, because what if it killed the cleaner? I mean, people would be way less sad. Can you get like, it from touch? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you can. But like, if the cleaner was like eating chips or something, <laughs> well, that's on the cleaner. Then. <laughs> that's right. No you breaks. shouldn't be eating chips on the job like that. Dude, we used to keep chips in my Airbnb, and it was like, because uh, it was like that just sounds nice. It sounds like something I would want if I was staying somewhere. Yeah. And then just one pothead just ruined it for everybody because they ate like ten bags of chips, fine, but they left all the bags of chips on the counter, and I was like, all right. 
Fuck you. <laughs> no more chips. No more chips for That's anybody. It. This is why we can't have chips. What do you think about doing like one of these boxes where you're like uh like a did you forget kind of box like with like extra toothbrush? We condoms. do that. We have two toothbrushes and toothpaste in every room that we leave. Do you do tampons too? You know, we'll put them in the vending machine probably or have them at the general. Well, we'll definitely have them at the general the store. The pink tax Boris. The what what? Isn't that what they call the pink tax or women have to pay? Oh, I see, I see. Well, they'll be the oh. same price as male tampons. <laughs> 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 Pretty quality. Uh, so, I, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I thought about keeping all that kind of stuff, but I didn't know if people would just like take all the shit. And like tampons, I don't care, but like if I'm buying condoms. Oh, no, I know. wouldn't. Condoms are expensive, first of all. There's exactly. no way I'm just providing that free i see what you're saying like maybe at a hotel where you keep an eye on inventory and if they took one you just bill them afterwards the way a hotel does but that's like a whole other job to keep track of that now yeah i i what if i put the condoms in and then if one is gone i just get to send one winky face to the, <laughs> <laughs> the price is my creepiness yeah the price is me hearing about it <laughs> yeah i don't know if i would want to deal with it and it really depends on your market because if they're probably going like shopping or going somewhere anyway like it's probably makes more sense for us than for you because you're sort of in a city right yeah like if they're like for us, they're holed up in the mountains, sort of. Like there's a chance that they're going to this house for you know a long Week. weekend and never leaving. And we've had what what made us more confident in this store. We had somebody staying for like a week, maybe a little over a week, and they were just doing Target deliveries over and over, like uh, single item yeah. Target deliveries, paying. <laughs> you know, I don't know if they have a membership or something, but presumably paying like. Ten dollars to for them to deliver like one item, you know, and so we're like, holy shit! If we had a fucking store for them to go to, like, this would save them time and money and be pretty lucrative for us. Do you think the community will embrace your uh, your store? Yeah, I do think so. We we already got some people on board. Uh, I've got mothers texting me because you know I'm like, I'm there. I know a decent amount of people now. Like, I interact with people. And I've already got like tons of mothers sending me like my kid's ready to work. She's 16. She's been working <laughs> since she was 14. We're so excited. Yeah, so people are down. They, uh, you know, it's something for their, it's easy uh, for a job for their kid to like be able to like walk over there and not have to drive anywhere. That is a sweet teenage gig. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wait till they see our prices. We'll see how they feel about it. But... <laughs> Did you have a job when you were a teenager? Yeah. I, um, Trying to remember which was my first job. My first job was either I was at Bagel Bazaar, where I had to be at like Come fucking four thirty in the morning. <laughs> Come on, man! I know what a stereotype. I feel like if I worked at the racism store. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I worked at a bagel shop uh, owned by a, a Colombian guy, though. So, okay. Ha -ha, right. A twist. <laughs> a twist. It was all the Jewish kids working for the Colombian man. <laughs> And then I also worked and got fired from a coffee shop at the mall called Jeez. Gloria Jeans. What did you do? That sounds like the easiest. Like I've never seen a single person complete a coffee Well, purchase. you know what? I actually didn't get fired. I quit now that I recall. What happened was I got drunk for the first time in my life the yes. day before I had a shift. I uh, We camped out in my friend's backyard, and she got uh, like... I th or maybe I got, I forget. So one of us got a bottle of Leeds vodka made in Clifton, New Jersey. 
Is that nice or is that like terrible young people? Oh, no, it's, it's bad. It's no okay. good. It comes in a plastic jug, you know? <laughs> uh, and I definitely blacked out and I went to work maybe late. I'm not even sure, but I vomited in the sink in the back and I got sent home. <sighs> and so what happened was I got sent home and I was also slated to work the following day. It was probably like Saturday, Sunday or something. And she took me off of the calendar for Sunday because she thought that I was sick. So she took me off for two days, but didn't tell me. And I had I didn't drive yet. And so I walked a couple miles to the mall. And somebody else was also working my shift. And she was like, well, you were sick. I was like, yeah, well, you know, especially at that age, I'm fucking getting over a hangover by the end of the day, let alone the next day. Uh, and I was like, yeah, but I'm fine. And then she basically like, wouldn't give me my shift back and I, I quit. She's like, we don't uh, appreciate this at the, the coffee hut or <laughs> whatever the fuck it's called. It was a cool job, honestly. We used to fill the like large 24-ounce containers with espresso and then all chug them and see who could still keep their hands still. God. Kids, you know. To be young again. To be young again. Uh, isn't that weird that child labor sounds bad, but child employment to me sounds good? Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to dream about having a job. Yeah. You want some yeah. freedom. Everybody's against, you know, the word is so, um, man, if people didn't hate us already for being landlords, <laughs> <laughs> child employment. I don't know. I liked working when I was 14. Dude, I love uh, yeah. is it. Yeah. Is that, that's legal though, I think, right? 14, 14 is fine. You can work Probably younger. depends on the state. If you have your parents' permission or if you're like a celebrity, then, <laughs> then there's no there's no rules. Right, if right. You're if you're above. in TV or commercials, I think you can't technically make money, but they put it into like an account or whatever That your parents is. spend when they divorce. <laughs> that's, that's the rule. Yeah. Well, um, Back to the Airbnbs, yes. we'd like to do a segment on a future one that features some of the shittiest listings, and yes. uh, I've got one that I'm going to try to find from when I stayed in New Orleans a while ago and had a uh, meth addict rumbling around as the groundskeeper. Oh, yeah. You got to tell that story one day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, f I'll see if I could find the listing before I do, because it's probably on my history. So uh, stay tuned for the next one where I will share this Airbnb I stayed at. Uh, on the wrong side of St. Claude, as they, as the locals told me, um, that's a, that's such an old time. That sounds like oh, the way an old lady describes her period or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the wrong side of St. Yeah. Anyway, but if you have if you have a very bad Airbnb listing that you want us to look at and make fun of, or maybe help, please send it to us. Yeah, that's if, funny. Send it to us, and we'll send unsolicited advice. Yeah. Dude, that would be really funny. Like hi. That would be funny. I don't know if I would want to do it for my account that I run the business <laughs> from. But maybe some other account. Yeah, my friend said your Airbnb is garbage and uh check out our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Well, so if you have a listing that you want us to check out and maybe feature on the show for how shitty it is, then share it with us and, and if it's legitimately shitty and we're not like this asshole just has high standards. And if you send if you send mine, I'm gonna be fucking <laughs> furious. <laughs> Don't do that. Shit's not funny. Yeah, so that'll be a segment on the next one. Um, along with some other fun stuff we have in store. Yes. Follow us on all the things, Airbnb drama on the Instagrams and the TikToks. Yes. And subscribe to the YouTube. Hit hit that hit it. Hit that subscribe. Hit that. Also, also for the people that shared stories, we have some clips coming out of just those stories from the last episode. So. Yeah, we will do that. That will happen. 
we will find the time to make it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, thanks everybody. I'm Boris Hyken. I'm Joseph Coker. Thank you guys. <laughs>